2: I'll stretch it out oh, Bounce with me Bounce, yeah. Bounce, yeah. Can I hit it in the morning Without giving you half of my dough And even worse if I was broke Would you want me If I couldn't get you Find the things Like all of them down the ring Bitches kill phone Would you still go If you couldn't see the sun Rising off the sugar of time Then would you ride in If I wasn't driving by the name of jigger would you come around me and would you clown me if i couldn't flow futuristic would you put your two lips on my wood and kiss it? could you see yourself with a nigga working harder than nine to five to ten to six two jobs to survive or do you need a ball up uh, so you can shock and take them all off uh, back tell your friends what i bought you if you couldn't see yourself with a nigga when his dough is low baby girl if this is so can i get a fuck you to the bitches from all of my niggas who don't love hoes they get.
1: Can I get a twerk, 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 bounce clap? Hey, I didn't realize this was on. Hi, this is Ryan. Uh, this is So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. Tuesday, folks, we made it to Tuesday. We've just got three more days until that sweet, sweet, sweet weekend. How are you? Did we have a good Monday? It was challenging. It felt very long, just like all of this last year has. Uh, I hear we have a big uh, a celebration in order. We are at one year almost of quarantine. And I would love to celebrate with cheese and wine, but that is literally what I've celebrated this entire year with. Uh, The the OG baddies, the people that have been with me from the beginning, do you remember in quarantine when I discovered uh, Brie Cheese? Who you guys? Brie Cheese, the love of my life. (laughs) Like, you know, it's like I watch TV and I eat Brie Cheese. You guys, New listeners don't realize I I would buy the brie cheese. I oh this is so disgusting. I'm not going to even say it. I'm just saying that I considered like brie cheese like a sandwich in itself. Like the white part was I see this is just gross. I'm just saying I I discovered bad eating habits during uh, quarantine and uh, I'm I'm proud of myself because what I've done is I had to consult a dietitian. I'm going to just be honest with you guys. I did. I did it today. I've struggled with weight over my entire life. And you got like, Ryan, you're so handsome and sexy. Sure, sure. I know. I understand that. But I'd like to even be handsomer and sexier and all of that stuff. No, I I don't know if you guys like I gained a bunch of weight over quarantine. And, and then when I got COVID, it got even worse. So I worked with this guy, uh, and it really is like a diet that attacks inflammation in the body. I don't know why I'm sharing all of this with you, but I figured, why not? You're kind of like my family at this point. So anyways, tomorrow starts day one of this diet. And this next week is just going to be all about eating greens, you guys. The first week of this diet is eating greens and doing these shakes. So I'm going to keep you guys up to date. If you see me getting... Um, furiously angry during the podcast just know that's the diet that's the diet that's not me that's the diet everything's fine but I'm kind of excited you know like I'm kind of excited to uh get back into pants I gotta do this I, I have a whole closet full of pants and they're like Ryan come wear us and I'm like no you wouldn't like me right now um it's all good you guys I'm just saying I'm doing it I'm excited for it uh eventually we have to see people again. So I need to get to that point where I'm comfortable. And here's the deal. I'm not, this is like, I think everybody, as long as they're comfortable, everybody is great. However, whatever size. I've been all sorts of sizes my entire life. I really, I, I honestly have. Um, but it's the size that makes you feel the best. And if you want to do something about it, do something about it. If you don't, you don't. I don't know. But I'm gonna do something about it. Um and in a couple of days, if I decide not to, then that's fine too. I, why am I even telling you guys this? Anyways, that, I just wanted to share that because I figure if I tell you guys that, you guys can keep me honest. You guys can be like, Ryan, why are you Instagram storying you eating all those Three Musketeers bars? I've never done that. But what if I did? Then you're like, what well, Ryan, What if, I'm I'm watching you eat this wheel of cheese on your Instagram story. And I'll be like, damn it, Batty, you love me. Thank you so much for keeping me honest. Um, well, I also, you know, it's, I, I've been it's like my friends are starting to i don't know if your friends are like this as well and by the way we have a great we have a great show for you today i feel comfortable telling you all these secrets because i know you're about to lit, lit, listen to a masterful interview with a great guest that you are going to fall in love with. Uh, The Instagram account is BBF Bravo. If you do not know this Instagram account, you are about to witness the glory of this Instagram account. She focuses in deep dives. She does a lot of stuff, but deep dives. I'm telling you, this is like, I, I just find the power of the internet fascinating, especially when you turn these kind of like, insanely talented minds on something like bravo like nothing is safe like we'll get to the bottom of the girardi case we'll get to the bottom of our army hammer because you know people like our guest today is are putting in the work and it's just fascinating so i cannot wait for you guys to hear this interview but uh back to what i was saying is that i just noticed this week my friends are like hey i would love to socially distance see you again and you're like what you, uh you You still remember me after a year? Okay. And then you're like, oh, God, I don't, uh, fuck, I don't wear pants anymore. I, I, hey, who's your, who's your friend in basketball shorts? Uh, that's just me. It's, it's me, Ryan. You know, but I, I realized like, so I went, I saw two of my friends, um, recently and I was so nervous to see them like i just realized this is going to be a whole thing reacclimating ourselves into our lives and i got so sad cuz one of my friends one of my friends uh, his wife is pregnant and and she is due in april and i'm so uh i've been so sad to miss this kind of i mean i miss like just to be around uh be around them during this happy time and my other friend uh you know his baby was born uh over quarantine, and I got to see them once over this past year, and I got to see them, uh, you know, so I, I saw both of these guys, and it was just, I, I sat there, and I was just like, oh my God, I mean, it's, it's it, you fall into the same kind of pattern almost immediately, but seeing your friends really benchmark, like kind of really, really reminds you of what we've been through, of what we have seen this year uh, what we've been a part of. And it's almost inconceivable. You know, if I said this to you guys a year and a half ago, no, you wouldn't believe me. I wouldn't believe me. I'd be like, there's Ryan old eating that block of cheese, making up stories. You know, (laughs) what, what if I told you guys in about a half a year, I'll be wearing basketball shorts for an entire year. Brie cheese. What do you know about it? What if I told you that's what I'm going to eat solely that and diet seven up? Um, (laughs) <laughs> so it is weird though, because I just sat there and I was like, man, and I was thinking about my parents. I don't know if you guys ever think about my parents as no, I don't know if you guys ever think about your parents and just that, like, you kind of can feel sometimes the rage or the, the, the sadness maybe. And that like, this has taken a year out of their retirement or a year out of something that they worked hard to, to get to, you know? And I don't know. I was thinking about all this instead of actually listening to my <laughs> friends talk, but it was just so damn great. But I got i, I to tell you, I was scared. I was like, man, we got to re-enter life. Can we do this? I mean, we can do this together, right, you guys? But, uh, you know, whatever gets us to that Buca de Beppo meetup, that's all I'm saying. All we need to do is make it to that Buca de Beppo meetup. And then what I want to propose is kind of like a Heaven's Gate, Jim Jones thing. We all drink the Kool-Aid. Could you imagine we do a mass suicide at Buca de Beppo? That way. Would- <laughs> Dorit's like, oh my god, what? what (laughs) I know that's not funny, but like, wouldn't that be the most bizarre thing? Sorry, I've been watching like cult murder documentaries all year. So like I was watching that Heaven's Gate, and they all bought the same tennis shoes. And then I don't this is not I'm so desensitized you guys. But basically, (laughs) okay, never mind. Uh, Basically, I'm saying I, I don't know if you guys feel the same, like how weird it is kind of like, planning on or thinking about reacclimating to yourself to the life you used to have. And is that life going to be the same? What will that life be like? And, 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 you know, it could improve things. So, I guess we'll all find out together. So if you ever have any thoughts on this, I got a couple of really great letters the last couple of day on email and I'm going to read them. Uh, I'm going to ask if I can read them, but I think I'm going to read them because it was just so cool to get people's thoughts on Summer House and things like that. You know, the people that listen to this are so much smarter than I am. So it's just like blows my mind. Like, first off, that... They can write full sentences. I cannot. And secondly, that they took the time to write these kind of lengthy emails. Really exciting. So if you ever have thoughts on anything, I was thinking about like doing or maybe some letters here and there. Please send them in to Bailey at gmail.com. I do really do. I would love to know your thoughts on this about are you guys scared about reacclimating? Are you already reacclimated? Have you ever gotten not acclimated? Have you been <laughs> acclimated this entire time? Because I, I sure haven't. You know it's going to be a set. A sad day for me is when it's the year anniversary of Tiger King. Tiger King is like drilled into my memory is like, oh shit, we're like deep into quarantine. Like we're in quarantine. Like I remember the eeriness of the streets in Los Angeles. I remember like just like falling asleep to Tiger King, waking up, restarting Tiger King, falling asleep, waking up in the morning restarting Tiger King. So that will be very interesting, I think. Okay, anyways, let's get on to the guest, guys. Let's, we got a great guest. Uh, I know, you know, who was telling me I was on uh, my friend Amanda's podcast, It's All Happening, which I think will be out on a Wednesday, and we were talking is that I, I plan to go daily because it would be shorter episodes, and I've been like cranking out two-hour episodes, so I, I know that you guys, I hope you guys aren't getting exhausted, but remember, you don't have to listen to everything. You can skip around. You can listen to five minutes of one, whatever. I want you to stay with me. I don't want to exhaust you, but I am having sometimes the best time meeting new people and getting to talk to them and hear their ideas, just like my next guest. Her name is Candice, but you guys might know her as at BBF Bravo. Um, And she just started her account in August and already has like 18.4 thousand followers, which is just astronomical for that short of time. She has done deep dives on Army Hammer, uh, Harry Dubin, the Manzos, Mary Cosby, Mohammed, Hadid, Tom Girardi, the Hilton family. I mean, just her account is a wealth of knowledge. It's all up there in the highlight reel, and she is doing new things every day. I had the best conversation with her. This goes all around. And in fact, in the first 10 minutes, I laughed so hard that I die. I literally died. No, like I really just lost my shit because of something I saw on her account. I can't wait for you guys to hear it because it really is one of my favorite moments that I've ever read on this show. So one of the privileges of this platform is being able to point out new things to you people, uh, to you guys. And, uh, you might already know her, but if you don't, I'm, I'm so happy to be able to kind of like say, hey, look at this person. Um, if you're on Instagram, go follow this person. See if you like her, because I really like her. It's BBF Bravo. But you know what? Let me have her speak for herself. This is a great conversation. Here is my new friend, Candice, at BBF Bravo.
2: Can I get a twerk, twerk, bounce, bounce, clap, clap? Can I get a twerk, twerk, bounce, bounce, clap, clap? Can I get a twerk, twerk, bounce, bounce, clap, clap? Twerk, twerk, bounce, bounce, clap, clap? What you doing, girl
1: Work that uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I tell you this every week And this week is no exception I love Instagram Instagram has been uh, just really uh, You know, in, in a quarantine especially Has been uh, like a friend Because you get to meet so many friends And you get to meet so many people That actually bring you knowledge Not just laughs not just goofy stuff like I do, but actual deep dives on these things that we care about so much. Now, there is a ca- an account I want to feature today. I always like to, like if I like something, I think you guys are gonna like something and you probably already know this person already, but if you don't, I highly suggest you do check her out because she is doing some really amazing work, uh, not just the content itself, but the look of it. I just think it's all really put together so well and I'm so excited to be able to have this uh, platform to reach out to people like her, to be able to find out what she's all about so uh, without further ado, the uh, her name is Candace, but uh, more importantly, not more importantly than her name, but more importantly for our purposes, her account is BBF Bravo. Candace, welcome to the show.
0: Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah, no, this is great. Um, so you're, when did you start your account?
0: I started it like mid-August, so I'm pretty new. What is that, like six pretty months new, ago? And
1: you're already almost at like 19,000 followers because I think of the work you do, you are really doing in-depth deep dives of so many things, which I want to get to a couple, but I want to, I want to start with something that's very close to my heart that I saw you post yesterday. And it, it. I saw this right before I went to bed, and it kept me up for another hour because I was so enraged, is that <laughs> Jax Taylor... Jax Taylor wrote a love letter to Randall Emmett yesterday, pretty much.
0: First of all, that should have been a text. Like, it was, like, too intimate. Like, I have not seen him say anything like that to Brittany. Like,
1: why is he putting that on Instagram? First off, I do want to point out to everybody everybody just pay attention to the pictures he's posting of Brittany. Now, Brittany <laughs> is pregnant. All pregnant women are beautiful. Yes. But it seems like he is not giving her any kind of creative control on, do you see the pictures like he's posting of her?
0: Um, well, I saw the photo shoot and he looks like he looks,
1: something. He, Shocked well, that off, he looks having like a baby. Like, <laughs> he looks like army hammer. What I imagine is a serial killer. Like he looks like <laughs> that kind of in depth, but which you also do a deep dive on, on your account. But, um he's posting these photos where i feel like he's not like he posted one of her at the gynecologist the other day from like (laughs) almost like a a, a, like an upskirt angle and it was just like here she is with my beautiful baby and
0: so many people like are like which is terrible people should not be that shaming anybody everybody comes out you know different and they're just like rolling it yes people have been coming hard for her on that you don't want to give her like put on photos of her like looking under the chin like are you kidding me (laughs) but go
1: but you know what go i feel like britney is like uh, to me britney is excused in all this we all know this is Jax. like Jax is being a and by the way Jax knows his angles why don't you know your wife's angles
0: oh my god he there was they did some interview or Brittany did and i i would have to look it up which article it was but she was talking about out. He finally is doing the dishes now. <laughs> it was just yes, like, yes. oh my God, well, honey. See, this
1: is my, the- well, not my theory. This is what happens is that us men, we get credited for doing like, oh, he can wipe his ass. He's a he's a dream guy. Like it, we get credit for the weirdest things. And it's Carl like-
0: for m- making a bed
1: and people yes. are like, he's marriage material. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Well, by the way, Carl did inspire me. I've made my bed like five days in a row now. So <laughs> Carl did inspire me. And and I actually after this week's summer house, I vowed not to make fun of Carl because he did have a tragedy. But then again, even with that Carl tragedy, I was like, great, he's crying. Now more women are gonna love him because he can access his emotions.
0: You know what? He like it's funny how seasons like pan out because people forget a lot of people were hating on him last season. He didn't have a great season last last year. Yeah. So completely. But if, you're different. Good,
1: but if you're good looking and you make some kind of like modicum of like trying, <laughs> you're a dream guy all of a sudden, you know? He's like, I go to work and I make my bed. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I sh- I didn't show up to work wasted this week. Yes. He's, <laughs> he's, he's, the changes are profound. But okay. So um, the, the Jax thing you posted, this was wild. I really, cause I, I have been blocked by Jax and I don't really often go and check with my uh, fake account. Anything he does, like people will send me stuff all the time of his now, but this Mm -hmm. escaped me. But let me read to you what you put on your uh, story. This is the quote, and I'm sorry, this is going to be lengthy. Imagine writing this to your guy. Imagine writing this to a guy that's your best friend, guy, best friend, but not writing anything near to this about (laughs) Brittany. In life, we meet so many people. Some come, some go. I have been lucky enough to have a lot of great men in my life that I can call brothers and that I would go to war for. By the way, Jax, nobody's <laughs> asking you to go to war with your brother. OK, the war <laughs> this man is one of them. We have one of we have what he doesn't even he goes. We have won those friendships. I think he meant one of those friendships. We have won those friendships that are just easy. Our wives tell us every day how similar we are. And I couldn't agree more. I look up to you constantly. We call each other just about every day to vent about things and talk about our future. We don't judge each other. <laughs> we don't argue, which is weird. Because we are both extremely hard-headed. You have taught me so much in the past five years about life and recently about becoming a father. You are one of the best fathers I have ever met, and your girls are becoming such beautiful little women because of that. (laughs) So sorry. If I am half the father you are, I will be forever grateful. You have taught me to be selfless and to always remember life is short. Sometimes that, in parentheses, sometimes that gets us in trouble. We... (laughs) You are the most generous person I have ever met. Not only to your friends, but to complete strangers, which I've witnessed firsthand. I am so proud of your recent accomplishments. I cherish our friendship every day and look forward to...
0: <laughs> it is he goes, so long. It he, goes, so, he goes, so
1: long. He goes, I cherish our friendship every day and look forward to us growing old together. <laughs> Jacks, you're already old. No, but also, that's what you write to your wife. You don't write that to your... <laughs>
0: I would go pissed if I was Brittany.
1: I'm pissed. He goes, "Love you, man." God, you posted this, and i I was in bed. I was in bed, enraged. I was so upset, and then it made me laugh so much. Because, like, I mean. And then you go over to his stories, and he's posting Brittany where he's making her look so bad. <laughs> he took a shot of her from behind on the ocean, and it was so. I was like, "What is going on?" He posts the best pictures of Randall and Brittany. Really, the her. best
0: angles. Like you have to, you have to work at Randall.
1: To be honest with you, Brittany, who's like, it's not hard to make a pregnant woman look beautiful. I, Think, and he picks the worst angles. I don't know what's happening, but I don't know if it's like subconsciously he hates Britney, but what it what it, I mean, and then you have this really great theory, which I had I had talked about last week because he had given Randall on his birthday. You did you see that Daily Mail uh, article where they went out to dinner and there <laughs> In was front paparazzi? The
0: paparazzi. <laughs> and
1: he gave, he gave <laughs> a huge, beautifully framed photo of Randall playing pickleball. <laughs> it's just and he wanted the paparazzi to see him handing the framed photo mm-hmm. to Randall in their mouth. Could have done that privately. Oh. <laughs> but better. it probably would have been better. Like I, now I don't, I, I don't even know what pickleball is. Like I was like pickleball, like that's all of
0: them. Like play like Tom Schwartz. Like they all upload, like they play doubles together. Like it's, they're trying to make it happen.
1: <laughs> well, it's like, I mean, I don't know. We came off a season where Sandoval gave this man a Randy Jackson sword from like had Randy Jackson sign a sword from the movie Step Brothers. Like it seemed like, you know, Sandoval was going all out. And then re- like, but you had this great theory and this is what I had thought last week was that, he had posted last week, you guys, I talked about this Where he wrote, like, he did a story and he goes Set life, you know Because he was on a movie set, supposedly You have a theory that um, he um Randall has made him a Producer on his next film, right?
0: Yes, so, I mean <laughs> Jax is, he, for a Long time, like, I don't know how, how Long, but many months I've noticed that Even before he announced that he was quitting It said that he was a producer on there And I was like, what yeah. are you producing? Right, but
1: okay A baby, and- how dare you
0: yeah. And then he, you know, quit, got fired, wh- whatever you want to call it. And then he was like tagging and hashtagging HGTV, like just hoping somebody would give him a job. They didn't. And so I think Randall felt bad for him and threw himself.
1: <laughs> I mean, I really got to say, I think you're right. But so Jax will do this. And he, you know, I used to do this on the show where I would like go like the weekend Jax's tweets and I would show how many products he would tag. Because if this guy showed up at, like, a gas station, he'd be like, Chevron, the best gas ever, because he would want free gas. And I imagine, like... And and you've seen his man cave. It's just It looks like just wall-to-wall shit. Like, it's just... It's like the 80s, like, threw up all over a garage, you know?
0: He he, he, he decorates his garage as if he were, like, a veteran. Like, an 80-year-old veteran.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, and there's no other room for Jax to have any other memories in that garage. Like, every space is completely... I, I just get fascinated. That's why Jax fascinates me, though, because there's this mix of he thinks he's smarter than all of us, yet he's dumber than most of us. And then he tries to do this sacrosanct, like, I feel so deeply as a man, yet he has proven to be like a sociopath time and time again. So it's like this weird, all these different things happening in one scared boy, you know?
0: Yeah. What was tough is seeing him from the beginning of Vanderpump Rules to now, because before he had no money. So he still had, you know, he had an ego. He was very like rude and he obviously was riding off of Stassi. Stassi was paying for rent and blah, blah, blah. But he still really didn't have much power. So it's such a different relationship with him and Brittany. He has the money. He has, you know, a relative fame. And he completely, you know, we saw it. Like, why? Why don't you make me a sandwich all the time? It's just like.
1: <laughs> by, way, great, great. like by the way, great. And by the way, we <laughs> Lindsay revisited the sandwich argument in Summerhouse too. We <laughs> really what that. a what a. And by the way, Lindsay did the sandwich argument right. I think, but Jacks yes. was Brittany. Like, I pay for your boobs. I pay for everything. Where's my sandwich?
0: Oh, even when he was like, I'm, I'm going to tell you how big you're going to go. That was like he was constantly crossing lines and then afterwards it was always the same thing. I'm a work in progress.
1: (laughs) It's like, you're 50 years old, man. (laughs) Well, I mean, but it's interesting, like you bring up the point of like, he's really had no, he's one, he's somebody that tells us he's had character development that he's had an arc but he's never really fully shown it. He's just told us because he's mm-hmm. told us he's like changed. But then we even saw in the last season, he got upset at the drop of a dime, you know, supposedly he had Adderall abuse, supposedly his brain was bruised. Remember he had mental health issues all of a sudden yeah. after he had made fun of Ariana for having actual health, mental health issues. So yeah. uh, it, that's the kind of stuff that really enrages me when somebody, you know, does the things that they make other You know, fun of she made fun of bisexuality with Ariana, and I I know that Jax has been with men as well, allegedly. So that kind of stuff really personally upsets me for some (laughs) reason. But then somebody (laughs) like Carl, I think I am more apt. I mean, we we joke about his character development, like making a bed, but I do (laughs) believe Carl. Like, I do believe he's like, I do, I did have a problem. I do have a problem and I'm trying to change, you know?
0: Yeah. I think in general, like as far as when you see both of their history, Carl, I mean, I don't know what, how old he was when he started, or I guess it doesn't really matter when you're single and having fun. It kind of, it's not surprising that he was a fuck boy. I mean, you know what I'm saying. That that is why you got. Cast if off you have the show, opportunity to be was. a fuck
1: boy, you're probably going to be a fuck boy.
0: Yeah, and that's and that's how it was. And then you could kind of just see as he's getting older that's starting to change. So you are seeing somewhat of him growing up. And he's not, I'm not, you know, excusing everything that Carl did, but it just with Jax, it was very different. He was not only like the stuff he was saying about the bisex bisexuality, like it really just didn't make any sense at all he's not articulate (laughs) he was just like making fun of it and he would apologize but then he'd go and watch what happens live and just say i don't know what he said but he was disparaging ariana like more and more and it was just like i you hang out in west hollywood why what are you saying anything about
1: homosexuality partners with a bunch of you know homosexual men that you call your good friends it would be best if you wouldn't ever make light of anything like that um but he's full of that. Like he's, he's one of those guys and he's a type of reality star that is, you know, he's a type like, I mean, I, there, there's a type like Jack's, I think across even the housewives and stuff that are Mm -hmm. more bluster. And then they act like they're sensitive, but then they'll lash out and then they blame a bad edit. Now his bad edit, he came out with a, a, you know, an IG live a couple weeks ago and was saying, you know, "Ah, Bravo wanted to like pigeonhole me, you know, one season they wanted me as this, once And, you know, and I'm a father now. I can't do that. Like, correct me if I'm wrong. I think I believe you're a mother. When are, are you a is he a father the moment of conception? When when is <laughs> a father? When is that legally a father? Is, it, is the moment when she's pregnant or I mean, a mother I is mean, a mother the moment she has a baby inside of her, I believe. But mm-hmm. a father, a father.
0: I think he was just super quick to say that I mean he, he wants to be able to put a label on rather than say like you know I'm 46 years old and I have you know I'm an ex-reality star like he just wants to he always like wanted to use this age as a way to like elevate like I'm much more mature than you blah 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 but it's like we all see the same thing like it's just it was a joke when he was telling Lisa Vanderpump but it was his show like he just doesn't get it
1: (laughs) wasn't that great though because that was the first moment that Lisa Vanderpump came alive all season she was like well it's my show you know like she actually came alive that that time
0: that's what I specifically that moment I think was really important because they never break the fourth wall ever and I think Vanderpump rules the reason why like ratings went down so bad was because there was no, like, we all know that they are popular and that they're making money off the internet. Like everything is so much more like visual. Like you, we all know this and they wanted to keep it going as if these people are still working at SIR. And it's fun. it's, I think maybe Lisa really wanted SIR to be like involved in some way, but it's like these people, you know, are buying $2 million homes. We know that they're not just working at SIR, but they kept that in and they were trying to bring more people in. It was just starting to be a mess. It It was a mess. Yeah.
1: Well and that's what I think I think there's a huge push because of the amount of uh fans like us that are out there that are that are you know the audiences are very savvy you know they've grown up on these shows and they realize what they like and what they don't like and I think the push now is we want a little more reality in our reality. We know immediately when something's false. And so when Vanderpump gives us this half-baked, we're throwing (laughs) everything at the wall and nothing's sticking, like we can feel that as an audience. So in that last episode, when they broke the fourth wall, which we had started to do on Beverly Hills, you know, with Bravo, Bravo, Mm -hmm. fucking Bravo, it was a really kind of magical moment even for the audience. And I know that sounds silly. I'm saying that, but it was (laughs) a magical moment for the audience because it even woke us up and goes, Okay, good. They're aware they're being filmed. Like, I love that. I would have loved a reality show about Vanderpump rules how they plotted their comeback after everything that's happened in this last year. Wouldn't you love to see the behind the scenes conversations?
0: Yeah. I mean, I just want, I want a specific segment of just the producers behind the scene. What do we see it? Because yes. that is so, that is so important. Like this is, I don't, I'm, I'm sure you don't watch it, but like if we go over to another network, like MTV and you look at teen mom, the I reason they had so yeah. much. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, okay. yeah.
1: They have, because the producers are a, they made the producers characters.
0: They broke it. Yeah, they broke it down. And I think that's the, the that's them evolving with the longevity of the show because it was just like a lot of the time that people were filming by themselves. And it's like, you need a conversation to happen or something explaining what's going on or even specifically what's going on online. Because so much of that, that's another issue. I think that they should probably, as far as Bravo, bring more in is what is happening online because so much is happening between comments and stuff and not any regular Bravo like watcher is following every single housewife that, from the franchise.
1: I Exactly. That's, I always say that on this show is that there needs to be a week in Bravo um, um, social media because mm-hmm. there is a whole second show that is overtaking the first show and it's all mm-hmm. online. And then people are then it's becoming part of the plot and then half the audience doesn't are on social media. So they have no idea what's going on. I mean, you yes. see that on every housewife show, every reality show, there's like this whole thing where Bravo doesn't seem to have strict rules in place for how social media works. So you get these messes where housewives are calling out the other housewives. I'm seeing a huge thing right now, which we can talk about a little bit is like Lisa Rinna, you know, in the amount of shows she is being rumored to have. Yes. Can you speak I'm, a little I'm bit kind of that?
0: I'm kind of confused because at first I heard that she was in talks to do some sort of like revival of the charm show or like a charm VH1's school. VH1's charm, charm school, VH1. yeah, yeah, yeah. but I guess moving to, I don't know if it was supposed to be on VH1 be a, or if it's Bravo.
1: It Bravo, but they were going to take the concept because it's all part of, I think that's, uh, is MTV and VH1 one part of the umbrella? Yeah, but it was they were so. taking the concept, yeah.
0: Okay, so she was in talks to do that. And then, which I don't know much about, but I'm seeing it float around, is that they want to do basically a replacement of doing the Hamlins in, in replacement of uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And apparently they want Scott to be on it. I don't know if that's a rumor, but everybody's talking
1: about it. So yeah, this just came out that. in the last two days. I definitely don't want it. But at the same time, I just fam- I famously don't like Lisa Rinna. You guys know that. Uh, unless she has a show like Charm School. And I, if I have a possibility to be on it, I love her so much. But, um, the Kardashians, yeah, that was what I was hearing, which would kind of like then make the, the Amelia Bedelia Hamlin, Scott Disick relationship kind of make yes. a little not make sense. None of it will make it make sense, but um, they want
0: to know more. They want to know, they want to watch the car crash. I just don't know how much as far as the daughter is going to give out, like as far as, I mean, Lisa Renna, you could call, I mean, they're, she's not open about everything, but she is somewhat like. You know, open with the mess, and I don't know if her daughter would be
1: like. My thought was that, like, are we about to get a Scott Disick Amelia sex tape just to follow in the lines of like Kim and Ray J? You know, like (laughs) I feel like, and like Lisa's like, okay, baby, showtime. You know, because (laughs) Lisa is loving all of this. By the way, Lisa, I I had a couple of people overnight send me screenshots of Lisa commenting on everything about Scott and Amelia. Uh, Like, a lot of people had posted about the Lisa Rinna show, and Lisa, like, posted on somebody, like, sign me up, baby. Um, Part of me also (laughs) thinks, you know, people think, and especially, like, Lisa, she thinks, I always, my theory was that she was the one that uh, was involved in the Radar Online mess and not Lisa Vanderpump. Because I
0: think it's Vanderpump. Well, no, because
1: remember, Lisa Rinna said... Lisa Vanderpump taught me everything about what she used to do. Remember that one piece yeah, of dialogue? I, yes. And then I was like, wait a sec. If that, like, Rena does make chess moves or what she thinks of as chess moves. Mm-hmm. She, and like, she never really has her own plot going, but she does like use other people's stuff against them. So, my always thought Lisa Rena would have totally done that. It would have been it would have totally been in her character to do that. And Lisa Vanderpump, it would even explain why she was even more crestfallen because it finally, her bullshit finally caught up with her. And it's like almost like Shakespearean Mm -hmm. in the betrayal, you know?
0: Yes. I will say that like going with that theory, as far as a motivator to go down against Vanderpump, as if there weren't already many reasons, Lisa has spoken about, uh, Renna has spoken about how upset she was about, the Munchausen thing about she ended up saying it Vanderpump was kind of fueling her that, you know, you need to bring it up. And this is the, you know, this is the definition of it. And you need to bring it to the table. And she got Rena said that she got so much hate for it. And she almost did not sign up for another season. So she could be holding, you know? Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> I so did you see that picture that supposedly she is, she gets sent her diamond uh, this season in the credits? No, I didn't
0: see
1: that. Yeah. There was a picture of her holding the diamond. And I was like, Oh no, she gets center her diamond. I mean, like, here's the deal. I'm not like I, everybody says, Oh, I won't be watching this season. If, like, no, everybody's going to be watching. I'll be mm-hmm. watching regardless. If, if Lisa Ren is on for the rest, I'll be watching. And even yes. that jet, we were just had that huge conversation about Jacks. I'm like, Damn it. That man makes me almost want to see him fail as a dad. I want that <laughs> on tape. You know, I want that. I want, cause my, uh, also my, well, I've been uh, asking my guests like to play bets, like how many hours or days until we get the first photo of a skin on skin photo of Jackson, the baby.
0: <laughs> he's going to, he's going to make it completely about him. Oh, and think? I just know that. Oh yeah, I know. And um, I feel like it's just, if they had, cameras there it would only be so much time until he goes in to say i make this amount of money i bring in the baby bacon why am i getting up at night you know kind of a, a yeah. story which would drive me freaking nuts
1: <laughs> well if they ever get divorced he's gonna ask for those boobs back he's like those are do mine i pay for those community jackson
0: taylor on no sleep like no <laughs> oh.
1: well uh do i also think i bet we get a photo of jackson randall and the baby together <laughs>
0: Oh Could goodness. you imagine like everybody is like shirtless? Like just <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oiled. Yeah, like, Yes, I can totally imagine. <laughs> like um okay. Holding so- him from behind. <laughs> <laughs> well, because it's a year anniversary of when Jax used to post all the time about the Irishman. Uh, because remember, guys, Randall Emmett was up for Oscars last season for the uh Martin Scorsese film. And Jax wouldn't go a week without posting how proud of his he was of his friend Randall Emmett on the Irishman. And like he he once posted this movie review, and I think it was basically like, I I, that was amazing I don't know if I understood Any of it you know like you would tell he didn't understand The Irishman but he was like so proud of his Friend, friend Randall um Okay. I'm, I can geek out with you all day, but I do want to find out a little bit more about you. You started uh, just in August, which is crazy. Uh, I asked this of anybody, why are you doing this? Why do you, do you dislike yourself? What's going on? Like your your Instagram is a wild beast. It's nicer than Twitter, but it is so much time commitment, so much interaction and the deep dives you do take so much work. What is all behind this?
0: Well, I initially started in August because, you know, obviously the pandemic and being closed in was depressing for all of us i kept, i'm not aware
1: and, of what you're speaking of
0: <laughs> just letting you know i was depressed <laughs> and, um but like i was uh you know following a lot more bravo pages and i just really like the community i like seeing everybody's like opinions back and forth and i myself didn't have many friends that were into bravo and i feel like people who watch bravo they have a certain kind of humor that everybody can relate to. Like we all laugh at the same things and whatnot. And so I decided I'm just going to make my own page and see where it goes. And I generally read a lot. I I usually read like a book a week. And so I kind of just took all that energy instead of reading books, which probably is not the way to go. But then I just took it and I just went down rabbit holes. And my first one was...
1: What did was- Did you know going into it that you were like, I'm going to make my account about going down rabbit holes? Or did that no. eventually just kind of come to you?
0: Yeah, I think my first deep dive was like two months after making it. I had no idea. I was just kind of wanting to be like a little shady and post. Not mean, but just like a little shady. Yeah, I mean, and it's
1: hard not to. Yeah. It.
0: yeah, and so, but I, you know, at that time, I didn't really know the identity. I actually was like, okay, I'm not going to tell anybody I'm doing it. I'm just, I, I might delete it tomorrow. Like, I don't know. And then I was going down some rabbit hole about the Hiltons. And it was a story about Paris Hilton. And her youngest brother, Conrad, who I had no idea there that brother existed. No idea. Yeah,
1: and I like, didn't get, it, like, a DUI? He had, like, a couple issues in the past couple of years? Yeah, yeah, he was,
0: like, arrested on a plane and, like, going berserk and calling people peasants. Yes, like, yes, <laughs> yes. I remember yes. that now. Yes, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, so I remember, I vaguely remember that. And so I just started, like, looking that up. And then apparently he got arrested. And the Hilton's Kathy and uh, the husband, I can't remember his name Rick, right now. Rick, Rick. Rick. They were. They basically worked very hard to cover it up. But basically, he got—I don't know if he was drunk or some situation happened where he was under the influence—and he stole his girlfriend's father's car. And the backstory into it, when I went deeper, the (laughs) girlfriend—he dated the girlfriend because his her father is Rick Sullivan, the person who had the sex tape with With Paris Hilton,
1: and also was married to Pam Anderson two times. (laughs)
0: Pam Anderson, and oddly, the, the voice of the person who does Tommy from the Rugrats. Yes! Uh,
1: I know who you're talking I know exactly. Uh, I know I her the face. Name, yes, I don't yes, know her yes. name. But it was basically, there was
0: like, you know, then a lot of Page Six articles came up about how he pursued this daughter to get revenge for Rick Solomon making his life miserable. Because at the time when the sex tape dropped, he was 13 and like ridiculed and <sighs> Uh, private school or whatever and it was just like the wildest story and I was like these people need to know this shit this is crazy I
1: had no idea this is what I love about these families like the Hiltons the Kardashians they are interconnected with everyone like it really like you can go down this weird rabbit hole like you did where it's like wow this connects with so many different pieces of pop culture like I was watching that I don't know if you saw that David Foster documentary on Netflix. Oh um,
0: I didn't but I did I did kind well, of cover
1: Yeah well it, it's fascinating just because they even pointed out Like how his marriages connected him To everyone in Hollywood Or like everybody was friends with like He's been know, married everybody, to everybody Chris, Yeah and everybody was friends with Chris Jenner at one point Like it is interesting how small of a town Hollywood is when it comes to kind of the pop culture i mean also i always mm-hmm. like to joke that calabasas is like will smith and jada pinkett smith and the kardashians and someday there will be a civil war between those two families <laughs> and they, but we almost had the first <laughs> shot west when side we had, story yeah we had the first shot uh, a couple of years ago when uh jordan jordan woods kylie's yes. friend crossed over and like almost supposedly cheated on tristan and then jade uh um jaden smith stood up for uh uh jordan and then yes she went on red
0: her. table talk right
1: yeah, I mean, you got, if you ever have to go on Red Table Talk, that's a real sign that something's going wrong in your life. You know, do not go on Red Table Talk. Who is that? My dad. Um, what, um, so that was your first dive, and then mm-hmm. what are the? Because you you really have hit some really insane stories that you. I mean, I remember, you know, this is kind of not Bravo related, but kind of when Erica Jane got involved, the Army Hammer stuff, which we did a couple full episodes on. But I think you were even close. You even fully broke down like like areas, like where her house was, where his house was.
0: Yeah. So my um the account that mainly kind of got it started going and she did a lot of the work on it was at Bra- Bravo Bravo Ducking, Ducking Bravo. Bravo, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I mean she's combing through like layouts of the street and, and because in California you have to pay to find out, like, I guess certain documents to find out who lives where or something like that and so she found out that an actor lived right next to the um rental house erica jane was renting so erica jane was renting a house there was a house right next to it and it was owned by jonathan tucker and jonathan tucker basically was acting in um, canada with his family and he let army stay in the pool house and so Uh, She was like, I need to figure out how to connect them and to just make sure that, you know, that is happening and they're all over each other's um, Instagram. Instagram, So, but every, people wanted to cover that up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, did you see that news story? I guess just yesterday that Army Hammer has moved out of that the mansion that they him and his wife Elizabeth Chambers owned in the in the yeah. said in the dead of night. Page six said, you know, no.
0: A p- page page six was click baiting the hell out of that. Yeah. He Army Hammer is in the Caymans. He's not leaving because if anything actually goes down as far as a court order in the Cayman Islands, you you have to yeah an extradition and it has to be upon the judge's approval. And so most likely, I mean. I don't know how much you know about Army Hammer, but his family has deep ties in the island. They've been paying generationally for a lot of things like schools and stuff there. They're not going to give him up.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, no, I know Army actually pretty well. I I used to be in acting class school with him for years. So I know (laughs) I'm one of the, my personal account, I'm one of the people that he follows. Like I feel bad, like going, I don't feel bad because he's done some really messed up things, but it is insane uh, all the stuff that has come out. Uh, and really, and did you get any news about, remember when we were supposed to have that big expose drop that everybody was waiting yes. for that one weekend of Super Bowl weekend? Did you find out any information in your, your research?
0: Basically, from what I understood is it was everybody was basically talking about a British publication or it coming out in the LA Times. And from my from my research and guess, guessing around, I think there was definitely photographs that people were bidding on. And I think that it it basically fell through because they are dealing, there's too much litigation happening between the victims and then families of the victims and things going on. But I do know that in general, there are things in the works that will come out. I just can't speak to them.
1: Well, you know, nobody listens to this. You can speak to them. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, I, um, no, that's the thing, you know, it is interesting. And I feel like with Um, when we get on this and like accounts like yours and other things is that like people are ravenous people, when, when a story drops, they want all of it right then and there. And, you know, a legal process, they don't realize how much stuff goes in and like how the wheels of justice move so slowly and our legal system moves so slowly. And it can benefit sometimes the perpetrator more than any kind of innocent party. So it's, it's really, these things do take, take time.
0: Yeah, it's kind of tough for cases like this, because in general, the way the new cycle works, everybody, like you said, is ravenous, and they're super into it, and they can't get enough of it. Two weeks later, people aren't talking about it as much, and the next new cycle cycle goes through, whereas, like, say, when we were talking about the Paris Hilton sex tape, I, I, w- I, was, I don't even know how old I was, but I felt like they were talking about it for
1: two years. Like yeah. they did not let up on that. It's it's because pop culture is speeding up. You know, it's mm-hmm. like it's like they say the older you get, the faster time goes. But I think in pop culture, it's like we have so many avenues to get our pop culture now. We didn't have TikTok years ago. We didn't have this. You know, when Paris Hilton, Paris Hilton, we just had Perez Hilton during that time. So Perez Hilton and TMZ during that time, you had like D listed, maybe just Jared was still around. you know, but yeah, it was very, mm-hmm. and now you have so many things on top of Instagram accounts that are doing deep dives. You have all of these things. And it really mm-hmm. is, if you can just wait it out, if you can just wait that first week out for army, I believe it was like two weeks, maybe three weeks. Yeah. Out, it is really quieted down. And you yeah. people start doubting. People are like, what was that story again? Like, was he a cannibal or was he, what was it? on? You know, people forget. I, know.
0: I found it pretty telling that a lot of like these news art, news publications weren't really covering what he did. They basically labeled it as like, oh, he's kind of a cat animalism. And, you know, that's the um, clickbait. And then it just went over. It just was all very light. It wasn't actually accusing him of rape or saying that that is actually what's floating around out there. What it didn't get too heavy. There were some other articles that did. But as far as the main stuff that people are looking at they're I mean, to me, that looked like they were supporting him. You no, know, because yeah. that that made the public think like, OK, you guys are just kink shaming, like, let it go. Um, if anything, I hope that, which I think I've seen her get a lot more like um, attention around it, is Casey Hammer, Army's aunt, who was um, molested by Army's father growing up. And her book she, is she's crazy. the one that wrote the it's, book, right? Yeah. Yeah. Surviving My Birthright. And it is insane. What it, it basically, it just shows how ugly her childhood was. And Army's father is a sociopath. Like, allegedly. And I always, I, I always,
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I always even knew that. You know, years ago. I mean, I, I mean that that is very, and he has a very wild family history. Um, mm-hmm. So it it, uh, it really is shocking to see how this is all turning out. But it uh, you know, a movie star is a powerful thing. But I also you know, army is actually a weird movie star in nowadays where it's you know we've been trying you know studios have been trying to make army ha- hammer happen for years he's mm-hmm. never had a really solid box office hit call me by your name of course a critical darling yes. and really a great movie but in terms of like the big movies he's done none of them have really hit the way you would want a quote unquote movie star to hit in fact a lot of people say, this is crazy still don't really know who army hammer is like i if i Most- if i told my mm-hmm. parents they would not know at all
0: know most people were actually dming me like who is who is this oh my god this sounds amazing
1: who is this yeah (laughs) um which i find fascinating that like we've lit. like we've had 10 years where this guy has had so many movies out and you know i wonder if that i the whole thing is fascinating and i'm i'm curious to find out more but i think there is a you know when he's quiet like this, there's a perceived cockiness to all the DMS that have been released and all the, I don't know. So it'll be interesting to kind of he- hear more drop. And it is now interesting to see how like house of Effie, the girl that, uh, one of his victims release the
0: DMs. will mm-hmm.
1: release the DMS, but she had unsent all of her messages. So it's his, just his screenshots mm-hmm. it's just hard because when the information doesn't drop like that, you start kind of victim blaming almost. I, I kind of see the tides turning with that as well. Do you see that as well?
0: Yeah, I already am. Um, I think, in general, like which naturally you you can't like judge anybody who is going through like a trauma. she is starting to um act a little manic, like with kind of lashing out at people or yeah, I've like, seen that a lot, yeah, strange things. or even other
1: victims, it, other victims, other victims, like you know,
0: yes, it's creating distrust, unfortunately. Um and so as that goes, i I don't know you know how that's gonna play out, but it, she's making it seem like she's done some interviews, so I'm interested to see how that's gonna come out.
1: What have you learned from doing all of this that you didn't know a year ago or even just in how terms of like pop culture works or the news cycle works or Bravo works? What are the things you've learned?
0: (laughs) Um, Well, it's very interesting with um, Instagram and having an account that's specifically Bravo related. Um, you know, I would get it. Basically, was in the a small sphere of the people who watch Bravo and the people who are on the shows or something like that. As far as interaction, and I am interested in pop culture stuff, and so I would kind of sprinkle that in here and there. And so it's funny; you just don't know what's going to get popular. And obviously, Army Hammer got popular for, like all over everywhere. So it was kind of just interesting seeing you know who was viewing your stories, and you have people like. Um, I believe her name is Marielle. Mariella. it's what Muhammad Hadid's daughter was like looking <laughs> at it. And I have a Muhammad Hadid deep dive, <laughs> like going into everything he did. And that was just like, please, for the love of God, do not look.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, I mean, I, cause I do snarky jo- I mean, all the, I mean, I, I don't even look, I don't even look anymore who, I mean, I see the number who like how many people view their stories, but I don't go mm-hmm. scrolling through it because like, I don't want to know if a Bravo Leb. like, I just don't want to, <laughs> like, I don't, I get, I, there's not, I'm like the biggest idiot where I don't look at my insights page. I don't look, I don't mm-hmm. want to know who drew, I don't want to know who unfollowed me. None of that stuff. Yeah. But, like, I
0: w- like, That day I was saying, like you know different celebrities and i was like whoa it would make me
1: feel so like yeah i just want to be able to like do my stupid jokes in peace and like if you like it great if not (laughs) i know i'm a horrible person you know um okay so but you said muhammad hadid let's get into some of these things like what did you find out about muhammad hadid
0: okay well i didn't realize how many like rape allegations were out there about him we'll start with that and that was going on and also another woman a polish woman basically said that she was having an affair with him the whole entire time that he was with sheba he was engaged to her and then and Sheba was, was his in, last wife right i, I don't sheba. know if they got married but maybe they did get married but i don't think they did but that I, was the one that was the one that
1: was always on uh real housewives of beverly hills right she yeah that she sheba,
0: was the one there we saw a little on bit Metro? she she, she had yeah so we saw her on there but she was like more background but she was actually on the show um second wife's club so she got (laughs) on there because of him perfect yeah and so um I mean a lot of I think the biggest the craziest thing is him getting away with so much um he built this house that was it's like a mansion of course anything on the Hollywood Hills is big this was like six houses together and so he took away all of the infrastructure like he took he broke down all of the hill but he didn't replace it like um with any, anything to catch water. So if it rained, it would basically create almost a mudslide and flood out everyone below him. And there were, he didn't pay any, a lot of his debts that were leaned against him. But also, he, didn't
1: he get the pro- Yeah. He didn't get the proper permits for that house, right?
0: Never the proper permits. Well, why mean, would you it, do it, that?
1: Why would you, why would you go into it thinking that you were above per, I mean, like, it just seems like an mm-hmm. easy, like, he didn't even are- have
0: the money to cover anything. And they even said like the contractors that were on the job said they didn't have enough rebar for it, which for people who don't know, rebar is basically for how tall a structure is, it needs to go the same length or at least kind of half or more below just to hold it down in case there is a um, mudslide or an earthquake or something like that. So he openly said there wasn't enough rebar. We built it anyway. So we're talking about being on top of a hill.
1: (laughs) We're going to Boy, enjoy this house down. for as long <laughs> until there's the first big rain. And then we're just going to say goodbye <laughs> to everybody around this area. Um, yeah. But like, and now he's like, doesn't he have to like pay to get it all removed? Like the whole yes. house?
0: So basically the judge, I mean, all of the neighbors had to get together and do the litigation and pay for it to go against Muhammad to get it the judge to take it down or whatever. So eventually that happened. He said, you need to take it down. It's been years and it's still nothing has happened at all. And they said that the um, all of the neighbors don't get, like, uh, their litigation paid for. So they had to all spend all of this money just to get L.A. to say, no, you shouldn't build this. But he went off and he built this huge, huge, like, development in, I believe, Egypt. And then now, I the news just broke yesterday, so I need to know more about it. L.A. Times featured a story about how there's another development of land that is in L.A., that he's basically trying to um, F up nature reserves. And it's a huge development again. Yeah, let's F up some nature
1: (laughs) reserves. And it's
0: like, (laughs) you know, and it it basically was the same story. It was, you know, $150 million project, give or take or something like that. And he didn't have 30 million to to put in. It was just like, why is this dude building the biggest projects? He doesn't have any money. And apparently Sylvester Stallone sued him.
1: Great! So now Stallone's involved. Great! Now Stallone's involved. Um. And by the way, the M- Muhammad too is like we, you guys, you know, you we know him. He's like remember we like Lisa was friends with him, and he was like all had that part of his house that was all like the uh was it like the the Persian room or the where all yes. the like the you know the and supposedly he had wild sex parties down there and stuff. And yeah, um, did you pull up all those? You'd said all you know about the people he was like kind of cheating with, but like all the um the dirty DMs, you know, with that one girl where it was like
0: (laughs) Yeah, with the Polish it was the funniest one, the standout comment from the Polish girl. And they were doing, you know, their are sexting, and he's like, "I want to eat pierog- pierogies off
1: your naked body." I was like, "Why do men say the stupidest shit? Like I was, the stupidest stuff." Like, who wants, like, if you have the chance to see, like, a naked body, like, like kiss or something like that, don't eat food off it. I mean, that seems like ridiculous. Also, I don't believe food should be involved with sex at all. Like, that's two separate things that should be. I mean,
0: isn't that like a dumpling? Like, I don't, like yes, it's like, you want, like, like a, a is it like a hot dumpling? Like, is there?
1: Like, do you put like soy sauce in the in the belly button area? like what are we what do we? it's just so weird and like that's why and i i would hate to be Gigi or bella for so many reasons but i can't imagine now muhammad's having to like p- potentially uh kind of go out there with his handout like could you give old pops a little bit of a little bit of spe- so, walking around money
0: so that was the thing he was approaching instagram models i mean this is like you know the age-old story he was dming instagram models you know trying to like Get them to hook up with them or hang out with them and he <laughs> always dropped the line like did you know that my daughters are Gigi and bella like we can help you or i have connections in the modeling industry and that was his opening liner was dropping his daughter's names and that was just so
1: gross. Like, do you do you like the music of the weekend yeah um
0: that's <laughs> i had insane. somebody that actually said that she hung out with him and the whole same thing they didn't hook up allegedly, but (laughs) like, you know, that, that was the opening thing. So it's, it was funny to get confirmation from somebody.
1: I wonder if there's a point where people like because Muhammad's story, uh, I mean, it's very specific, but it's not very uh, unique in the sense that a lot of older men go for younger women and really bad. Like, I wonder if there's a point where Muhammad realizes what a loser he comes off like, you know, like how sad because at a certain age, it's like it goes it's creepy and wrong. But then there's also this <laughs> element and maybe I'm romanticizing it like the men of Southern Charm, but it's sad. It's like sad. Yeah. You They like, oh, my God, this man is just you, you can't you can't beat back father time and it's gross now. Like it's, I just can't
0: look at his like thin long hair anymore. Like it's just, he just is trying to be like super tan with the long hair. And like, he's trying to keep like some sense of like sexiness going. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, Okay. uh, You know, this is a a pop culture story that just broke because this was huge over the, uh, the Christmas break into the new year. Hilaria Baldwin. What?
0: a new baby that just I completely forgot about that yeah so who knows she didn't even say if it was boy girl or the name but I just I don't know I can't remember all of the names of the kids but they're all very very Spanish names so I think that's kind of the elephant in the room like are you going to name this kid Tom oh you well, it's gotta to? I,
1: it's gotta be Randy <laughs> you gotta name him Randy or yeah like Tommy um <laughs> what well, wait I wait correct me if I'm wrong I didn't when all this stuff was going down i didn't know she was pregnant
0: no she kept it under wraps i think maybe she was planning on like (sighs) revealing it before but then everything kind of went south
1: was (laughs) it a surrogate was it through surrogate surrogacy
0: oh that's possible because i just
1: don't the dates don't match up from her last child to this it would almost be i don't know if you
0: look if you look at all of her past like instagram anytime (laughs) she was pregnant she was constantly posting like the naked you know, yes, so she it was, was, it was very it was, like showing off. <laughs> I hate to say it's
1: her, it's kind of her shtick, you know. And <laughs> And Alec Baldwin made a very specific comment in the last baby of this is our final child uh, of this family, and we're so grateful. And like he made public comments, so mm-hmm. you know, I have two minds of like this: if it's surrogacy, then it's planned. Um, but mm-hmm. it's just such a weird timing for all this to happen and i wonder it's like okay so this was planned before all this went down because you never mm-hmm. want to think a, a baby is like a pr you know a PR. i know
0: right well i mean like tried to come back for a minute by dropping the news that she was pregnant
1: <laughs> well you know what's so crazy is that uh well uh i had um uh, sarah Heron from us weekly she's on the <laughs> podcast today on monday uh, you guys, if you haven't listened, go back and listen to that. We, I asked her because she was the one that broke the Stasi baby news. And I said, Hey, was that the you know, I gotta ask, you know, in terms of Stasi, you know, we know she hired the PR crisis counselor, and um, you know, and and Sarah was like, Yeah, we know him, she named the name, we know him very well, and stuff. And and she's like, Actually, though, the baby was not part of that, we knew about the baby. Um, she's like, we knew about the baby at this certain date. The story was already written before any of this stuff. And we, the, the PR crisis counselor did not push the baby thing as a PR move. Uh, there were, there were many other things he pushed as a PR move. The baby was not a part of that. And she was like, I would be happy to tell you if that wasn't the case. Um, but it really, in that case, it wasn't, um, which, but by the way, you know, in that, in just how today's society works, we couldn't help but think that it was a PR. Yeah. I well, what was it, kind of horribly. tough is I don't
0: I don't know how long like the the whole firing scandal happened, like how long people were talking about it, whether it was one week, two weeks, or something like that. So it it was maybe perhaps then they were planning on dropping that news and then everything hit the fan. Exactly. And we were like Well, I okay. think
1: because she she hired the PR guy pretty much, I think, within like the week of this. Ha- all the faith stuff dropping, uh, because you know that would explain also the Dodi Stasi letters that were very similar, all of that stuff, but that actually kind of, I mean, weirdly comforted me that i'm like oh because you don't want to ever think anybody would ever use their baby in terms oh, yes. of getting a favorable light just in terms of like a reality show like I want
0: people to like me more because yeah, have i,
1: I want to have a career in whatever this is that i do for the rest of my life so i'm going to use my baby to like and it's but it is weird though because that's how pop culture works and and i'm sure you know is that like it paints a certain picture so anything you read from this person you you have an automatic taint. It's tainted in your mind. Yeah. Like I was I was reading Stassi's um you know stuff about her not bouncing back from her baby body yeah. or her baby body. She's like I'm you know finding it really hard, and she's like I'm being open and honest. And I hate that my mind constantly will with everybody, not just Stassi, will go to the negative of like uh, oh, trying to get that
0: mama influencer
1: <laughs> money you know and and it, it almost refuses to accept that things are real and i think that's just the day and age that we live in do you ever deal with that yeah
0: i it's it's hard because i feel the same way you do where you are you with the way everything is especially in hollywood you do have to understand that there are angles and in, in everything are they angling for a show or do they want you know, the public to kind of like them again and stuff like that but you have to kind of somewhere try to think logically and falling in the middle because you don't want to ever like I, you know, I don't want to be like, we're going to cancel this person and we're never going to uh, like them. and I I want them to fall off a bridge like everybody really is just like wanting to write people off and not like them. And I just don't want to, you know, I, I do yeah, you think don't want to that,
1: encourage that.
0: Yes, I don't, I don't. I obviously don't think what she did was right at all. But I also, in general, I don't think people should be so, so hateful and just kind of understand that, you know, she is a human. We don't want people
1: to feel
0: if they already seem like they feel like really depressed and upset about it. We should just like let them be. I think they like get it.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you're getting it on such a public scale and then hopefully you are getting it. Hopefully you are learning. Hopefully you are becoming mm-hmm. a better person. So you can actually pay that forward. And, 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 you know, when somebody influences that many people, because she's still insanely incredible popular, you want to be mm-hmm. able to put out the right message to all of your fans. Yes. You know, yeah. there are so many things. I mean, like I said, I just learned to make my bed last week because of Carl. That's a very <laughs> positive message that I learned from reality shows. So you want to be but able to put that on a
0: forward. t-shirt. <laughs> exactly.
1: I learned, I learned to make my bed for Carl. Yeah. Um, uh, so I like that canceling thought though, because we are really in that day and age of that. And all of these shows, you know, we have the real housewives of New Jersey immediately into the, the Jackie and Teresa fight. And, you know, you gotta choose a side. And it's like, it's getting vicious. Like Potomac was between Candace yeah. and Monique. And my thought is who can, I mean, first off, who cares? <laughs> Second off, this is why we love these shows. Don't get so mad. Enjoy it. This is inter- like enjoy it. Enjoy these ladies fighting because this is what we love. But you don't have mm-hmm. to, you don't know, nobody, you don't no have need to, to insult
0: it. strangers over them being team yes, Teresa. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh <my. laughs> Let's be honest, Teresa. Bless her heart. She has not changed one bit. She does not accept the logic in any form, in any it way. Never and that's has, who she is.
1: Never has, you know, <laughs> you, could, you could explain everything and do like a PowerPoint presentation and she would mm-hmm. be like,
0: ah,
1: it doesn't matter. She,
0: it, jackie could have replaced that analogy with joe i mean first of all she probably wouldn't even have cared like okay i wouldn't have get it but she she in general she came in not wanting to be happy with jackie she's never been happy with jackie it was gonna end that way i mean yeah, because
1: even jackie she was was like can i jackie was like can i talk like can you just listen and talk she's like yeah 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 like she was already like screw you of course i'm gonna listen of course um but uh, so I mean, and then it uh, what, I, let me just do a quick round thing of Atlanta. What are you thinking? Were you uh, post Bolo? What did you think of last night's episode in terms of Kenya uh, coming after the ladies of really trying to find out who had sex with Bolo in that room?
0: So the thing is, obviously, we all know they're on a show, so they're going to talk about it if it if it occurs within filming. You can't obviously you want your friend to keep the secret, but we can't just be straight up mad at her that she's talking about it because that's where they're on a show but i didn't like how on this episode she really put an emphasis on i can't remember the specific word she said but she was for sure slut shaming whoever oh, yeah. did this that's what i didn't like it was like there's a difference between like let's find out the tea who you know who was with spending the night with bolo or that is disgusting you're doing this in my house with my kid here you're in a, you know a slut or whatever it is It's like, you knew you, you were hosting this vacation. You knew Bolo was coming. And you're like, Candy said
1: this, like Candy said last night, this is a no judgment space. If you are going to judge, get out. What happens in the dungeon stays in the dungeon. So even, Mm -hmm. I mean, I love that Kenya did it just for the show itself, but at the same time, I'm like, well, isn't that sucky? You encourage everybody to be freaky deaky. And now you're Mm -hmm. going to like, try to figure out and really shame the people that were freaky.
0: I do wonder if it were a different person. Like I think we could probably guess that it was Portia. If anybody, I don't know if anybody else we could say for sure. Maybe Latoya. I don't know. But let's just say it's just Portia. If it were somebody else, would she have not has like gone as hard? Like say if it was Cynthia and she wasn't married and she was just the person that had sex with her, would she go as hard and try to slut shame her? No, I don't think well, she would
1: have. Did you catch that comment? It was a really bizarre comment from Cynthia. I don't know if I heard it right, but Cynthia was like, kind of, Portia of like, why? She had a talking head of like, you know, you're single, you're this, you know, just own it. Didn't she have like a comment like that last night in a talking yeah. head where it was almost like, why is not Portia saying it?
0: Yeah, that was. gonna read that right? yeah. Okay, I was like, yeah, basically they- I, it, part of it is like, if you did, I mean, like, what's the big deal? But maybe it's just because it's coming from Kenya and she's, you know, slut shaming. But I do want to highlight in the preview for next episode, Drew was like a, accusing Latoya of like having sex with like a pastor or yeah, like having an affair yeah. with a pastor. And yeah. I can't help but thinking, is it Jamal Bryant? Oh my
1: God. <laughs> Have you done a deep dive on Jamal yet?
0: Um, I think Bravo, Bravo, Decking Bravo did. Cause I, I haven't done him specifically. No, wait,
1: are you, are you Bravo, okay. Bravo, ducking Bravo as well? Or is that really? A no, place?
0: that is just another friend. Okay. I didn't know if that was like a,
1: uh, like, Oh, I'm also this account, account, but I'm <laughs> yeah. Like, and then you just we argue back and forth with each much. other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, I love, I love that. It's like almost like co-investigators, you know, it's like, well, it, you, you is. take, you take the court records and I'll take over here, you know? It Uh, really
0: is. It's funny because we've all, we've, I've thought about it a little bit and it's just like, we're all into people. And so it's like people interested in people wanting to do the deep dives in it and people have stronger um, skills than others. Like I can't, you know, go and look at like tax documents, like my brain does not compute but I know an account who does because they have litigation background. So I send it to them or, you know, it's funny people. Well, have if you ever an need account. any
1: kind of like, if like a uh, fart humor background that, send it to me. <laughs> I, I can, I'm really happy to help with that. Um, so in Atlanta, we, we got, uh, we have that going on. It'll be interesting to see what plays out. I was also found it very uh, funny that Kenya admitted she had a crush on Toya. And yeah. I was like, that was kind of a, I couldn't tell. I, that's another that's where my, I my kind of my wonder, brain, what was that you kind of wonder oh i that's as far
0: as being skeptical i it's like i don't i don't want to be like if someone wants to come out being you know like open and bisexual i want to support that but with kenny i was just see, i don't know i'm very skeptical is she doing that for the show that's exactly know.
1: what i was thinking that's what my thought was exactly where i was like oh, wait a sec it just mm-hmm. rang a little I don't know. Because then I was like, okay, well, Toya, why don't you just give her a kiss right then and there? You know, like, oh, I like you too. And give her yeah. a kiss. You know, like I, I felt like it was just, it—it it, something didn't ring true to me for that. And by no means I'm I like, uh, you know, if she's bisexual, that's awesome. All the power to mm-hmm. her. Um, Have fun. But then you, I don't know. It just doesn't add up. with the It's sl-
0: the way that she packaged it as in she was jealous of what was going on yeah. and like wanted to, essentially make her feel guilty because she had some sort of claim on LaToya being like, I was upset because you were, I have a crush on you and you were making out with her. Like as if LaToya had something to answer to, it was, so it was like that whole package. It was like, "Mm."
1: what, um, I know we don't have you all day, but what, 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 what do we got? Bravo dirt wise. What do you do? Have you got anything in the, I mean, First off, can you tell us anything that you're working on coming up? Secondly, do you have any dirt about like Winter House, about uh, Housewives All-Stars? Are you getting anything <laughs> where you're like, I had this interesting thing come across my DMs last week?
0: Um, well, what I'm working on right now is uh, basically a deep dive into specifically Army Hammer's great-grandfather, Armin Hammer. And I'm reading books about that right now. But that's very like, we're talking like Russian history you're having to look through. So it's very heavy. So I'm. it that one's going to take a while. Sounds fun. Why be, don't you you yeah. handle
1: that? You handle that. We'll read it when it's out. Yeah.
0: Patricia Altshul is going to be next, so that's going to be fun. Oh,
1: Patricia um, from Southern Charm. I there, yes. wow. I am. Like, I actually would be fascinated in finding out her history.
0: I was in the middle her of marriages for deep dive. Oh yeah, I was in the middle of her deep dive, and then the Army Hammer stuff broke, so I had to like table that. Um, as do far you as think, like, wait,
1: do you think Patricia made the army hammer stuff break because she knew you were about to do a deep dive on her?
0: <laughs> you know, I will say, I, uh, as far as like what I found on her, it's all super, super interesting, but it's actually made me like her more. Like, there's certain deep dives I do where I'm just like, you know, like Muhammad, it's like this guy is awful, I'm just gonna pull up every single part of it. Or you do a deep dive on like Linda Thompson, who's connected to um the Jenners and Elvis Presley the Fosters connected everybody and I loved her so it, it really could go either way and um I like Patricia a lot surprisingly good stuff
1: I see a lot of uh Erica Girardi stuff um of course on your page as well uh what do what do we have to like what's next in that case uh I, i've covered you guys know i've covered it here and 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 try to keep you up to date as much as possible but i fell off the last month um i know tom is still living in the house the pasadena mansion right uh, mm-hmm. is there any other movement on this case and and what's going I mean, on with erica
0: from what from my from my understanding it is more like they have um he tried to basically make it out to seem like he is not of sound mind, but he <laughs> he signed papers a couple months ago saying he was. And there's a number of things that showed that. And so I think right now his brother is trying to get um, a hold. I don't know if it's necessarily conservatorship, but something as far as the, the point of interest into handling things. And everything is basically gone, gone to, I can't remember the word for it, but it's essentially um, on a lean. And so that house is going to be taken any day now, but that's where we're kind of sitting
1: because they're up for it's up for sale. So he, it's being shown to sell, right?
0: Yeah. What I find is crazy is apparently sometime in January, the place was, um, Uh, like robbed I don't have a lot of belongings yeah did
1: we ever get a a itemized thing of what those belongings were was it all just erica jane costumes yeah
0: right it wasn't it's like everything she was selling (laughs) my
1: (laughs) mikey's fingerprints are everywhere
0: (laughs) can you imagine no it was like really confusing to me because everybody you have like instagram lawyers you have like twitter lawyers like just everybody is covering this case but nobody found out about the robbery until like a month later. Oh, so is that it was true? It was, a mu- it was a month
1: later. A oh month later. God. So I was like,
0: that's what's suspicious and about it. And you know it. that, that like, place we- has
1: security cameras. You know that place it's has security cameras. It's
0: an estate in Pasadena. Like, are you kidding? We've seen, we've
1: <laughs> seen it. It's a palatial estate. <laughs> yes. um, I would love, I've got it. I would love to someday be able to say palatial about anything that I know. <laughs> Here's my palatial I, Corolla, you know?
0: I'm very interested in seeing how the. Um, Housewives of Beverly Hills are going to react to finding out who is supporting her or not. You kind of see it on Instagram. You see that Lisa Rinna and Dorit yeah. have, you know, been supportive and just, you know, all about it and Kathy Hilton. But I mean, Kathy Hilton to be fair, does not know
1: what she's <laughs> yeah. doing on Instagram. Yeah, Kathy, Kathy. Hilton, by the way, you guys, I always like to remind she literally makes appointments on her Instagram comments of like, hey, can I see you on Tuesday at 9 30?
0: <laughs> like I'm surprised she hasn't dropped somebody's phone number. Like yeah. I would be I would be. Okay, yeah. Paris's social
1: security number is five one two one eight. Um <laughs> she
0: has no idea. But it's, I mean, Crystal has not posted anything, but they are, I don't know how well they know each other. Crystal's the, Crystal's the
1: new girl. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yes. Mean I think is her last name.
1: And she's, um, uh, she's Asian American. Is that correct? Asian
0: American. And her husband, um, basically, I guess he was the producer for the lion King among other films. So he's a very successful movie guy, I guess. Oh,
1: great. Are we going to get Erica Jane and lion King too? You know,
0: <laughs> the next live action,
1: <laughs> but I hope, yeah. Hey, I'm the sexy lion. What's us uh Hey, but we, um, uh we need one housewife to not be cool with this we need one housewife yes. to go like erica your husband really built people out of millions this isn't i funny need
0: anymore. you know what i never thought i'd say this but where's the accountability teddy because she, yeah. i would
1: like to see her opinions on <laughs> oh my god that's genius uh, that, that i would go all in that i mean because i do not like i famously don't like teddy i want Teddy is Erica Jane's accountability coach. Could I also want to see Erica Jane potentially be a server at Dorit's room at Beppo? Like, what if she got a part-time job? Going serving? back to the cocktail waitress. Yes. Days. I mean, she obviously knows what she's or like a, like a cheetahs like when, when it's safe after COVID, uh, you know, uh, not full, not fully nude, but like partially like a go-go bikini dancer, yeah, you know, I would die
0: actually. But you know, that is that somewhat what she's doing with her shows anyway. Like that's kind of the vibe in general.
1: <laughs> I just always think Erica is like the emperor with no clothes. I've never thought there's any there, there. So this whole thing didn't surprise me. I mean, it's kind of more fascinating than what I believe erica jane has presented and i know a lot of people disagree with me on this but for me it's just like all pomp and circumstance with her it was all costumes it was all like it's almost like a drag queen you know
0: yeah it was very interesting because the first season she had more of tom in there and it was involving more i think realness to that but then you could definitely see a transition where it essentially was a character everybody was like yes we love her blah 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 but it's like she never offered anything about the show people were like yeah, that's why Sutton isn't a real housewife. And it's like, okay, that's what did Erica bring to the table? She was her persona. And what I think is kind of crazy in general is what she is really being accused of the level of like how serious it is. It's much worse than like Teresa went to jail for. So I don't think like the the full scope of that, I mean, that will hopefully be highlighted on the show, but we're talking about, she will be in
1: in prison do you follow is, that guy out? do you do you follow yeah exactly do you follow that guy ronald reagan on or ronald something on twitter he's he really yes. he really goes hard on i mean not hardy i mean he really presents a lot of information about the mm-hmm. and jane tom case and then he got like all of a sudden kind of a hard-on for dorit because dorit stood up for her and then he started looking into dorit's finances stop
0: <laughs> and well she had th- her husband had something going that they didn't cover I don't, I don't think that was last season when maybe the season before when they went to um, the Bahamas and I don't know if you somebody saw Somebody came up with split. her at the pool? Yes. Somebody yes. came up to her at the pool talking about, and I can't even remember what the, do you remember what the situation was? It was, was like you stole money, your husband stole debt.
1: money or something like that. Yes. And like three was like, ah, just kind of like laughed it off. And mm-hmm. it was- and then
0: they had to sell the house and the house yeah. got robbed. That house got robbed too. <laughs> well,
1: no, there was supposedly the, the guy presented information where, um, uh, PK owes was something like 3.2 million To uh, to win To Steve Wynn Casinos in Vegas Oh, oh
0: there's a gambling debt
1: There was a gambling debt You should look at this Actually, this just came out a couple of weeks ago And I didn't cover it on the show But it was just one of those pieces of information Where I was like to now to stood up for Eric, and and then ron was like well i'm She's gonna look into you us. too you know and well,
0: maybe i will <laughs>
1: because pk i mean like pk is lovable and he's really managed to rehab his image in terms of housewives we used to mm-hmm. kind of think of him like uh, eh, but now it's like he does the, mar- the beginning he, me too <laughs> but he does now the mauricio stuff and he's kind of funny so i was like oh cute but it's like these mm-hmm. guys are all like like yes. potentially like money fuck-ups like they're yeah. just fuck-ups and There's they're now depending int- on their wives
0: Mm-hmm. There was an interesting quote at one of the books that I'm reading about Armin Hammer, Armin Hammer's great grandfather. And the book, um, it's called the Dossier, the Arm and Family Secrets, I believe. And the opening of it was behind every great fortune is a crime. And <laughs> I really feel like a lot of it seems that seems true. Anybody who has an immense amount of wealth, they didn't come by it, like,
1: honestly. Did you watch so, that documentary that just came out on Netflix last week? Don't, is it, what is it? Don't look Made now? You Look? Made You Look? The art gallery? Yes, yes, yeah. That actually so has ties with uh, Army Hammer as well. Um,
0: yes. Yeah, so basically it is the biggest um, art. It's the biggest art heist ever in history. It's $80 million worth of um, fake art sold. And it was, it's a very interesting story. It's um, based off of, um, based out of the, art gallery in new york called the nodler very famous open for 100 years and it was acquired by army's great-grandfather arm and hammer because he was into art and for you know reasons you don't have enough time for (laughs) and and it passed (laughs) down to michael and um so then michael basically was the owner and so we're talking decades this woman was selling all of this fake art through this random person where they it just it's very interesting it basically Nobody ultimately nobody really got a lot of repercussions anybody who bought the fake art they settled out of court and the person who was making the fake art fake art fled the country so they couldn't do anything they couldn't extricate him and then the woman who was kind of the, the median uh, the middle person bringing the art there she claimed she really didn't know like that her husband was trying to make her do that like it was kind of a fearful thing and so she was only sentenced to time served. While they were waiting. So wow. nothing happened at 80 million. We're talking the FBI was involved and Michael Hammer just sitting pretty in the Caymans. Those
1: that's, okay, that's damn Caymans. Um, <laughs> What's your favorite? What's your favorite Housewives? What's your favorite Bravo show? What's your favorite Housewives franchise or Bravo show?
0: So, I mean, well, my favorite bravo bravo show that needs to come back but i don't think maybe he would do so well in these times but flipping out is my favorite show
1: i know it, god <laughs> i love i mean and J- jeff lewis you guys if you don't watch it i think they're all up on hulu but i mean such a personality and the sad thing was though he really saw that as much as i love him and love watching him and love hearing him and he's so funny you realize how many issues he put probably you see it on screen but like how yes. every close person in his life at some point leaves because he's yes. too much
0: yeah he he gets everybody out like he just he drives everybody away but he even like and he's on radio so i think there, yeah, there radio is a Andy, level yeah. of of him knowing what he can and cannot say, but when you look at a lot of these old seasons, some of the stuff you said was a little prob- problematic, like a lot of fat shaming, and things and how, like yeah, how that, he treated like, his employees, yeah, like he
1: really how he <laughs> treated his employees was insane. Like but did Z- you hear Zoila's? Yeah, like Zoila's back though.
0: Yes, like that's, that's why they need him back. I need to. See I really, sort
1: of I, up. I, I really love and flipping. Would always do shortened seasons. I always just, but I always loved it because like not tons would happen, but enough would just. you, There are just certain characters where you like, like I just love him, you know. And even mm-hmm. Warts and all, I love him. He's one of the yeah. rare people, you know. I
0: think it had it has the element of below deck. Why a lot of people like it because you had the two people and Zoila. So it was Jenny and Jeff and Zoila. Like those were the solid people but employees were always changing out. So there were new personalities all the time and then work basically would I mean, it would get stressful. So you'd have it where it was different every single season. And so I think that kept the longevity. I think it's like 11 seasons or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, and it's just really, it's a really easy breezy watch. It's not, not like, it's not the wire of reality shows. It's, but mm-hmm. I, I just, yeah, you're right. I loved him so much in terms of housewives. What's your favorite housewives franchise? <sighs>
0: I think overall, altogether, I think new, it would be between New Jersey and New York. But New Jersey, I think in general, has the, uh, when you look at every single season, not all of them are great, but compared to all of the other franchises, they hit it out of the park almost every single time. Like, I think the family aspect is so, like, it's so crazy. And um, I mean, as far as yeah, like, Beverly on- Hills
1: doesn't compete with like Beverly Hills does not compete with like New York and New Jersey. Like no. Beverly Hills, like I was talking about this yesterday, Beverly Hills is like the summer blockbuster where there's not a lot of meat there. It's just flash and, mm-hmm. you know, they you know, started off strong like the
0: first, yeah, first but I'm saying what it
1: has what become is just like a lot of costumes, a lot of mm-hmm. like trips, a lot of flash, but then New York to me and Jersey, even like to me, those are like independent films. Those are family dramas. Yes. Those are the things that really like, you know, I said this yesterday, it's like, let feed my soul that I really like, wow, I want to rewatch that. Cause that's really like, even last week with like, j- like the Jennifer Aiden family stuff, I'm kind of weirdly into it. You know,
0: I was really at first, you know, you're always kind of skeptical when they bring a new housewife in, you're like, how do they fit in? Is it going to work with Jennifer? And in general, I think she's great for the show. I personally don't agree with her at all on anything, but I appreciate her on the show. But I think what was so interesting is her family values, although they are culturally different from, uh, you know, being Italian, they're very similar. So I see why her and Teresa buddied up and they're very close because they have the same views on a lot of things. So I find that really interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, what are you the most proud of with your account or, you know, over this, you know, since August, what are you the most proud Mm of?
0: Um, I think, you know, I mean, that's a tough question. I think in general, you know,
1: the-, the I ask the, the thing- tough questions, okay? <laughs> this is you getting grilled right now.
0: Well, part of it is just like, you know, I'm just an Instagram account, but, No, no, know, no, wait, I wait. Think- I know
1: that sounds silly, but I really got to say these things do, these things are my entertainment. These things are a lot of people's entertainments. I, I'm i not trying to gas you up, but I think these things do deserve recognition. This is a an art form or a piece of like, this is a, a source of news. Like, you know, is there something that you're the most proud of, you know?
0: Yeah, I think um, in terms of my deep dives and what I do, I mean, a lot of people can go and read, read, read. But as far as the way it's packaged on the deep dives, I think I've done like a lot. I put a lot of work into them to make them look visually good. Like they really, they they really do. You do this;
1: it's so really cool. I, I, and I know this is like just inside baseball, but I love how you will take a news article and you'll break it up into four, so each slide is one. But I even notice (laughs) you round the corners. On Mm -hmm. the bot, and I I was like, I don't even know how you do that because I know what you're doing with putting like breaking up the article. But I was like, how does she even round the corners there? Yeah, Uh, with with
0: specifically the deep guys, I'll even like take a background of it. Like the background in general will be say like purple, and then the text will also have a black shape box behind it, and then the text. So I'll go and cut out pieces to fit every single box, just so it see. That's what I'm saying. Like you
1: you, it really does. It's like visually stunning and uh just as somebody that like just like oh that just says a, it's really uh visually stunning to the eye i really really it's very comforting to look Thank at you. you know it's not like because mine can be like chaotic and like a like a bear a bear mauling is you, he you drunk uh, I don't... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that actually is a fun game for anybody that follows me to uh to really guess um Sadly, no, sadly, no. Um, but uh, so, uh, but like, is there the one deep dive that you're like, this one, I'm always going to remember, you know, this one taught me about me.
0: I mean, I think, I think the sheer, I mean, although I didn't put as much work into it because I was just doing it as the news story was breaking, the army hammer one obviously was a big one because it made me gain 10,000 followers in one week. Oof. So, I mean, it, it was an, a huge influx and. The amount of people—it was a kind of a heavy two weeks because I had people like coming to me explaining like their, you know,
1: trauma issues
0: with a similar trauma, and it was like a lot to take in because it was like I was—I didn't know anything about that world in general, so I was trying to learn about it. And people were, you know, dumping on me, which I appreciate them feeling safe enough to do but I also was like wow this stuff is so heavy I'm not equipped (laughs) to deal with it I'm not a
1: psychologist I remember that Sunday when it was like they were like starting to say like he possibly murdered people and dumped the bodies over in that and it was Super Bowl Sunday and I remember coming back or like uh, finishing my podcast after the Super Bowl and uh, the next day I was with like Sophie Ross and we had talked all about ARMY and I just talked so much ARMY that day where I was really like it, I felt I just had really bad feeling. Like I just like felt so yeah. dark, and I was like, "This is so dark and not even like I make fun of jacks and stuff." And this is just insanely dark. Mm-hmm. And you can't help but like if you hear and read and absorb all of this, it does stick with you.
0: It was because at the time, I mean, Sophie did a really great job. I feel like it was her and I on Instagram like tag teaming like, you know, everything that was going down, but it was like that. And I was like, okay, I need to figure out what's going on with the family. And then I read Casey Hammer's book and I was getting like, not, not only people on, you know, telling me their trauma, I was getting a lot of only women telling me that basically, you know, I'm King or He is, uh, not who basically, basically the house of Effie wasn't, um, being truthful Rappable, and yeah. defending army. So it was like getting trolls and which is just going to happen on Instagram. You're going to get trolls. It's just going to be on a larger scale. And you're getting Do you 10, respond to followers those? in a week.
1: Do you respond um, to this?
0: I, I only responded to one. A lot of them I just deleted because I'm just like, not worth my energy and time or whatever. But there was one that kept changing her name and she was um, publicly shaming Effie and going at Effie. And she posted about her and I was just like, no matter how many times you change your handle name like i know you keep slut-shaming like just stop you are an awful person and then she never responded back and it was like okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the army wait I mean, did you do we have any uh i just recently saw this past week you know cuz we we always had that uh twitter thing that army had posted about you know he had wake, woken up with his mom like doing prayers over his head and saying oh, the <laughs> devil get out
0: wax or something on his face yeah
1: but but then this week we had his mom supposedly coming after uh the the one lady Paige. that came for page laurent lorenz Paige, mm-hmm. the one mm-hmm. lady that came forward didn't she was like dming her saying like oh of course you would go on tv with this or something
0: yeah it was after page went on um dr oz i believe but what was interesting well, is dr. Phil, drew, dr phil dr phil oh dr phil yeah. um he uh what was strange is that drew sent an article from perez hilton Two pages, as if, as if that's like you know, the breaking article. I was like, why, first of all, like, okay, and then yeah, basically, you do anything for notoriety, it's like, okay, honey, let's talk about you. You married a man that molested his sister for fame and money to live in the Caymans they're not no they're no longer married but like let's not you but
1: you know, would think the mom would it. know know about legality enough not to reach out to pay I mean it just seemed like such a dumb dumb move it's
0: messy I mean she she wears frosted lipstick I mean you can't trust that's all hey, that's all you
1: needed to say that's all you needed to say uh lastly who uh between Hannah Luke and Sierra Who's in the right? Who's in the wrong? What's going on there? What is your take on the Summer House you romance know, that nobody wants? I
0: think I kind of fall in the middle. So there's, there's, I'll have to preface it with saying, I'm getting a lot of DMs saying that she was already in a relationship.
1: She was. with Oh. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay.
0: Yeah, she was already in, a, something came up, but she was already in a relationship. With when Des this happened. Yeah. So you, Yeah. So you're kind of wondering, you know, is this, is she playing it up? I hope not because I do want some truth to what we're watching, but. You know, it's kind of tough. I feel like on one side of it, Hannah or Luke wanted um somebody to emotionally invest in without getting the ties to like he wanted somebody to open up to, but he didn't want the, you know, the labels with it. But on the other side, if you look at last season, you could tell Luke was not interested in Hannah. If he didn't want to have sex we with all- you they didn't want to have We sex. all knew I what mean. this
1: was. And and by the way, Luke is not like I like Luke is not a mental powerhouse, you know. Like Luke in his, you know, mind thinks like, okay, if I, you know, I can we can bump uglies, but don't penetrate that. I'm good. You know, like mm-hmm. you can still be my friend. And also Luke's probably used to getting every woman that he's wanted. And he's, he thinks not having sex is kind of noble in a way. I mean, his yeah. way of thinking is complete. And Luke was on the podcast two weeks ago and he even said, yeah. I was like, dude, mm-hmm. what are you doing? And like, and, and, he, and he said like, well, Hannah was with somebody when she came into the summer house, <laughs> he even said it. And I was like, yes. Oh my God, the Bravo rep's going to make okay. me take this out. But he said it, he said, She and I was like, well, why didn't you say that in the argument? Like it it made Yeah. Because I was like, this is this would cut her off of the knees because then if like if I was Des Bishop, Hannah's boyfriend, I would be so livid or not livid. I would be so sad that my girlfriend is literally pining over this dude after (laughs) I left. I said, you know, take care. Have fun in the summer house. I, you know, don't bang Luke. And then she's jumping literally into the Luke stuff, you know?
0: I have to say I made like a series of Valentine's, like funny quiffy Valentine stuff for um like in the Bravo sphere. And I made like I don't know, seven of them. One of them was a picture of Luke saying roses are red, violets are blue. If he calls you burn dog, he's no longer your boo. <laughs> yes. By the way. <laughs> And then Luke <laughs> took it and he posted it on his Twitter. Like, on the oh he retweeted it and was just like, "That's a burn."
1: <laughs> like- well, I mean, but also, and then did you see like how Hannah posted last week about like getting out of a, a toxic situationship, and then posted in her stories about narcissism and narcissistic behavior? And it's like, I don't <laughs> doubt Luke played with her head in ways. I don't. Yes. I don't doubt Maybe. that. But also, I mean. I don't know, like Hannah's really painting herself out. I don't want to say villain, but it did make me question. Mm -hmm. I was like, she's really not having a good season- I like Hannah a lot. I don't Um,
0: think it's going to get better for her this season. She's just clearly just a little wound up and like she's losing it. Like even over the trash thing, just take out the freaking trash. Like I I love those trash. I love those
1: editor trolls. I love those editor trolls when they show all the trash she hasn't taken out. Um, But the other thing, the the I know we got to get going. But the um, I love that conversation where Luke was like. Luke has to do damage control so he can possibly get with Sierra. So he brings <laughs> Hannah out and they're talking and he's like, you know, I do love you, you know, and then it, they cut the break. And I was like, God, Luke. And then he goes, but sometimes he goes, sometimes that, you know, can be mistaken for something. It isn't. And I, I, I guess I did play with your mind, but you know, and he like, but he, I love it. Cause he led her to say, I just think, you know, we need to set boundaries. And and Luke was like, score. I got her to say it. And he was like, <laughs> You know what? I think you're right. I think maybe we should have platonic <laughs> boundaries. That's very interesting. Like, you get Luke, isn't you know, potentially not a mental giant, but he got that right. And <laughs> like, he totally got her to say that idea, which I, I thought was hysterical, you know?
0: Yeah. I'm kind of wondering what Sierra is thinking because if I was watching that, I'd be like, he is a mess. I'm not touching that. Let's move over to Carl or something. But you know what, what I'm but saying?
1: What like, guy, I don't but what get guy it? isn't a mess? What guy isn't a mess? What guy isn't, <laughs> cool. uh, I mean, seriously i i don't i mean like i look at that and i'm like that's i, I don't know if there's any stable guy i mean i guess what like matul from southern charm and i think he's a <laughs> dork you know um but she the, might be
0: into mess because have you seen her bedroom it gives <laughs> me hives
1: yeah i mean no <laughs> i love the the sierra thing was wild too because um she really that whole episode was not giving luke the time of day like not even like <laughs> meth like it was just like do you want to go on my bike no i'm good No, like this wasn't even like so. I I I hope, I mean, I wonder if we get another I think they do hook up again, but I don't I'm not sure. Yeah,
0: it seems like she's at Winterhouse, so I'm wondering, which is which I like to see. I just want to see some sort of new blood at Winterhouse because I just feel like with the cast they have, it's just kind of a little stale. We do, I do, I do, we do
1: we have brand new people that will be in the Winterhouse.
0: Okay, brand new that nobody Nose. Nose. Okay. So here's my question. On Dumois, did you see there was a post about Austin and Craig with the blonde at a restaurant in Vermont and Craig went up to go to the bathroom and Austin and her were making out. And that's what the person had said, like, you know, in the blind, which I thought was interesting because she had to have been on the show because with the COVID regulations and stuff like that, they're, they're not able to just make out with strangers. Exactly. I would think.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's a, yeah, so there's yeah, some yeah. pink guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, I, the one thing I'm trying to get uh confirmation on is if Madison is a, uh, a, a late arrival um, because I just I, personally I would, would think uh, so. I think so too, but I just personally, you can't have a show. With, I mean, that's, that would be such an amazing thing uh, just seeing with, after Craig's reunion performance, just having them <laughs> in the same roof would be just so fun to watch. So I think that will be happening. And from what I also understand, it is like a big brother situation where there will be guests being introduced along the way, you know?
0: Well, yeah. And I like to see that. I mean, Austin is still really heard about it because he's still, you know, in vermont tweeting about madison going against her Austin's a
1: complete child like if i do not i do not feel bad for austin at all in fact like if heaven exists that's one of the first questions i'm going to ask god is like how many times did austin cheat on madison when he was with madison
0: so that is the thing so many people you know for some reason although craig looked like a complete mess he was able to sway people into thinking she was like the villain in all of this. It's like, let's look at the season before she was cheated on left and right. She wants to go yes. hang out with a baseball player. Like that's a
1: step well, listen. I don't like Madison either, but I don't think Austin, <laughs> I think it's one of those things where we let boys be boys and you know, boys do their boys things. And that just mm-hmm. includes cheating on their like spouses or what, you know, and we let that behavior slide time and time again, mm-hmm. but then Austin gets sympathy because he teared up at a reunion. Like, because he's like, you know, nobody's ever hurt me like this. Uh." um,
0: Yeah. You look at Craig and it was in that, I feel like the same episode where he's going in on Madison for allegedly FaceTiming somebody while her and Austin were together. But like five minutes later in the same breath, he's talking to Shep and saying it's so noble of you to say that you worked through cheating on her (laughs) or, you know.
1: Yeah. That was my favorite line was... When, when uh leva said you guys really romanticize cheating and i was like yeah. yeah like i even sat there and was like i know what he's talking about like i mean i even got suckered into of like Totally, totally. The thing is, I love the thought of anybody learning about their behavior, but unfortunately with men, including myself, we learn at somebody else's expense, and that is yeah. a really tough nut to crack because you try to romanticize it to yourself that you're becoming a better person, but in mm-hmm. the, the meantime, you've left like a body count in your wake, and that's not yeah. uh, sometimes the best, and I think that's like the motto of, of Southern Charm. So, um, Candace, you really have been amazing. You Thank you so much for even doing this because I know you don't really do podcasts, so this was a yeah. huge huge get for the show. Congratulations. (laughs) I think you knocked it out of the park and and I can't wait for other podcasts to have you on. And I hope you'll come on to to break some stories along the way when you have something really exciting to share. Uh, But you guys will see it on her Instagram account. It is at BBF Bravo. That's just B-B-F- B-R-A-V-O. You can follow her there. And her highlight reel has all of the deep dives. So you can get all of that information right there and you will have literally days of um, uh, uh, entertainment, but also just knowledge and learning. Uh, also, I guess we should give credit to your uh, cohort. Bravo, bravo, ducking, ducking bravo, bravo. Correct? Yeah,
0: she she loves her deep dives as well. <laughs> so between, so that's another place
1: too. to get those. Um, but thank you so much. This was amazing, and it's, it's just great to finally put an account with a face. You know, yeah, a face definitely. With an well, yeah.
0: Yeah. well, I've had fun. Thank you for having me.
1: Is there anything else that we uh, can support you with?
0: Um, I'm on Clubhouse, so catch me there. I'm At on BBF Clubhouse Bravo. as well.
1: Yeah, what are you, BBF Bravo? And you guys, are yes. uh, so bad it's good, I think. So, um, okay,
0: yes, yeah. we'll have to host a room sometime. Yeah, let's host a room about sometime. Bravo. That would be
1: amazing. Yeah, I would love that. Um, But uh, we will talk to you next time.
0: Okay,
1: bye. Five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. How was that? That was great.
2: Betches.